Best friend hood. Best friend. 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 You're my best friend. You're my best friend. Best friend hood. Like gravity. Like gravity. Gravity. Oh, Rick says, I'm defying gravity. And we both had two very different songs come into mind. Yes, <laughs> we showed it. <laughs> All right. And we're off to the races. That's Jacob. And that's Melissa. And, and this, this is, is Best Friendhood. Friendhood. A show where we talk about things and stuff like friendship. And benefits. <gasps> Friends with benefits? And benefits with friends. hey <laughs> Let's get this show rolling. So, the benefits of having friends. Mm-hmm. Now, are we talking about, like, really, really tight, good friends, or also just kind of incorporating gentle friends? I think gentle friends are incorporated as well. Okay. And I want to mention before we get too into this, that this is actually a topic that was suggested to us by a listener. And I really appreciated that because early on, you know, I felt like we had kind of discussed the good things about having a friend. Yeah. And then when we started talking about it, when I shared with you that we had gotten this recommendation, it occurred to me that while, yeah, we did talk about like the great parts of having a friendship and having a friend, we never really specifically went into like what you actually gain. What are the things you actually gain from having a friend other than just, you know, the positive connection and da 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 da. There's some really hard and true factual things that happen in our emotional and physical and mental beings that are improved by having friends. Okay. Did I say that clearly? I feel like I got a little in the weeds. Well, no, I mean, because it's, it's a pretty broad topic within itself, you mm-hmm. know, the benefits of friends. So like right off the bat in my head, I think about how there's that feeling of belonging, mm-hmm. you know, when you have friends whether it's a friend or a group of friends, that's somewhere where you belong, somewhere Mm -hmm. where you are hopefully understood, if nothing else, at least. Accepted? Yeah, or allowed to be. Yeah, that you can be yourself with those people. Yeah. Or that person, even. Find a, a realm of comfort in being who you are. Yeah, so when we have that sense of belonging and that freedom to be ourselves with another person that really creates like a sense of purpose and brings meaning to our lives through that relationship that's a a way that we can identify ourselves as a part of something outside of ourselves a part of a bigger relationship and i don't know i think that kind of inherently with that we define some some meaning to life. And I think, you know, when you're talking about like a brings life some meaning, because where we are really, otherwise it's, you know, you wake up, you go to work, you come home. Right. And unless you have a job that you find a lot of fulfillment and meaning within that, where else can you find that? Even if you have a family, mm-hmm. say you have a partner of mm-hmm. some type, or maybe children sometimes you need other connections where it isn't just yeah somebody who relies on you you know you need a place for you yourself your individual Mm -hmm. personhood to experience 
things outside of that familial Mm -hmm. realm as Mm -hmm. well. And I think there's a certain groups of friends bring that, you know, maybe your kid is in sports. And so the sports parents. Right. Are they really friends? Or is that just a group of people that you tend to see every week because Mm -hmm. practice or games or plays or band concerts or whatever? Are those friends? Like, does does that kind of check a box? I think it can be if it goes deeper than that. That makes me think back to like in high school in a really small town. I had 20 people in my class. And so it's like, I guess we have to be friends because right. proximity and there's maybe one or two things that we share in common. But really, and I think this is probably a lot of people's experience. Like once you're out of high school and you start getting an awareness and connection in the world and you're able to find people that connect you with you in more ways than one or two, that's where you find those really deep friendships and those really deep connections. Not that those other friendships are less worthy or less valuable, but I think that as we expand into ourselves and into our knowing of ourselves, that when we come into those situations where through proximity or a shared event, a shared project, whatever. Yeah, we can get along with somebody. One thought at a time, Jacob. (laughs) It allows us to connect with somebody who we know that, okay, we're here in the same place. Obviously, that's a connection. And then does that connection go beyond that? Maybe, maybe not. Okay, so second thought was that can be like our our work friend episode. Mm. Like, yeah, we're friends at work, but is there enough of a connection or are there enough similarities or shared interests or values to extend that outside of the workplace? Sure. Yeah. So instead of like when you receive that text message or email, instead of it just saying, hey, it's your turn to bring orange slices and juice boxes to the next whatever, there's a a further connection like, oh, also... You know, some <laughs> random story or yeah, meme Here's or whatever. Here's some hot gossip about Susie. Yeah. So I think in those in those kind of things, uh, a benefit of having a friend within that group is it, it's not just a, a chore to go to this yeah. scheduled event all the time. A, a benefit of making those connections with other people is to uh, thicken it up a bit, you know, to where it's, <laughs> right. you're getting that socializing moment. And, you know, because I do, I, I remember some of the band moms and dads when mm-hmm. I was in high school, like mm-hmm. they would often help out each other and other times too, like if somebody needed help moving or something, you know, mm-hmm. there was that connection and that friendship, I think, for like, oh yeah, well, our kids are in band and, yeah. you know, they those adults could go and nerd out together too while their kids are nerding out together you <laughs> right, know which is kind right. of nice and i think that's another benefit of friendship is having like a safety net a support mm-hmm. team if you will yes exactly for even if it's just as you're growing as a person mm-hmm. to have a support team or if there is you know those other things like health issues or mm-hmm. moving you know those those things where it's not always fun to go through alone. Not that you can't do it alone, but when you have a support team behind you mm-hmm. to to spread that weight upon, you know, to share the weight of things with people, I think helps our mental state tremendously. Yeah, absolutely. There have been a lot of studies done that have found that when people have that kind of a social support system, that grief and other stressors actually tend to negatively affect us less severely because we have that external system of support where if we were going through a loss or a major life change like a move or something like that without a social network 
the inherent stress that that puts on our bodies and on our minds and our emotions is not as tempered when we're going through those things by ourselves. So when we have a friend that we can even just vent to or, or share that burden with, you know, not asking your friend to take that on necessarily, but to just hold space for you to yeah. let it out and talk it out. Which is something that we've said before is like, sometimes you just need somebody yeah. to listen and say, that sucks. You don't need them to fix it. Right. Just to validate that. Yes. Yes, that does suck. That does suck. And, and I've, I'm here with you. I've, I've got you. I'm going to go a little bit sciencey here. Do it! So when we are under stress, uh, yeah, I uh, sweaty. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. <laughs> One of the things that your body and your mind, your brain do, um, is, uh, One of the things that your body and your brain create is the stress hormone cortisol. So when people are stressed out, you know, if you're if you're feeling very stressed, and let's say you're trying to lose weight, you're dieting, you're exercising, you're doing whatever else, cortisol actually will prevent your body from losing weight because it's in your body's in a state of stress, and oh, it's like a survival thing. Exactly. Hmm. Something else that happens with cortisol is it creates. Well, it just, it exists in your brain and it's really difficult to get rid of. Like physical activity is a good way, but what we've found is that physical touch from human to human releases oxytocin and oxytocin is kind of like the antidote or the anti-cortisol. It actually breaks up those cortisol blockers um, and and quite literally then reduces the, the level of stress hormone in your brain. I can like picture that. Like, you know, if you've not been the person receiving that hug or maybe you've given somebody a hug where, Mm -hmm. you know, you can, they're tense when you hug them, but then, you know, like after like a good hug. A good hug, yeah. And they do, like you can almost. You can feel that. Their tension releasing a little bit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If it's for a moment, hey, you helped out for a moment. Right. I always try not to be the one to break a hug. Which is difficult for you and me because I try to do that too. And then we just stand there for 15 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And yeah, because you never know if somebody just needs that extra touch, that extra human contact. Yeah. Giving them the opportunity to have it if they want it. Yes. And, And that's tricky in the era of COVID because we're isolating we're quarantining i mean some people are they're social distancing like so especially at the beginning of the pandemic i think that's why we saw such a huge increase in anxiety and depression not just from the stress Mm. of what the hell is going on but also there's a thing called skin hunger or touch starvation both are really horrible to say out loud now that i say did skin (laughs) hunger oh my god that sounds so cannibalistic or a scan, scan, scandalous, scantily. I want to like scantily oh, yeah. clad, but that's <laughs> no, that's not. Anyway, skin hunger. Mm. Find it in the XX exile of your <laughs> local video store. Oh, God, it does sound like that too. But what it is is it's that lack of physical connection to another human and the oxytocin that comes with that. Where was it going with that? I got myself sidetracked. Oh, the pandemic. So the pandemic obviously like really affected how we interact with each other and how we connect with each other. And Mm -hmm. and I think that's why we all are so fatigued and worn out of being on 
goddamn Zoom and FaceTime. It's like, yes. okay, yeah, I'm still seeing you and I'm interacting with you and we get to, quote, hang out. But there's not the physical connection of just being near each other, being able to hug, being able to like rub somebody's back. All of those little tiny minutia of physical touch that we don't even consciously do often. Mm-hmm. So much of that that comes inherently with a friendship really on an evolutionary level on a brainstem level, creates so many positive outcomes for us that it, it's been found to help extend our life. Uh, there was a study done a few years ago, a very large group of elderly women, and it was found that the women who were isolated and spent time by themselves and didn't have a, a group of friends experienced cognitive decline faster yes. than the people that had you know, their family that would come interact with them or that they had a really solid group of friends with whom they were in regular connection. So having those social supports is more than just reducing stress and more than just having that emotional like pressure valve. It quite literally creates emotional and mental and physical health that can extend our longevity. That's why the Golden Girls live together. I think otherwise you're in your own head. Right. And how how far can you spiral? <laughs> oh, God. Inside of your own head. So when you have somebody else, at least you can, you know, get into conspiracy theories together. <laughs> <laughs> And you balance know? each other out like, yeah, oh, that might be a little too mm-hmm. far. Yeah. <laughs> or you can start a church about cats, you know. <laughs> Just, Jacob was telling me about this new podcast he was listening to. And oh, my God. Apparently this woman started a an offshoot of Christianity where cats were divine vessels, vessels. to hold people's souls. It, it got really weird. I haven't that, finished listening to it. Yeah. It, it started out as a church very similar to the one I was raised in. And then this lady went cuckoo banana crackers off the freaking walls. She was a true crazy cat lady. Uh Uh-huh. And she built a church around (laughs) that part of her identity. I mean, could you imagine, though, like, you know how there's that enzyme or bacteria or whatever oh little God. critter in <gasps> cat poo yes like the one that in infected her brain was like the alpha of all of them and it was finally like we have control of the humans start a church that's how we'll get them <laughs> yes it's like plankton from spongebob yes, yes. <laughs> oh oh my god if you're curious, the podcast is called The Opportunist, and it's like fall 2021. Uh, I would say like, I think the first one dropped October, maybe. I don't know. We're recording this New Year's. I just discovered it. So end of 2021, if you're curious, The Opportunist. Her name is Cheryl Ruth something, Cheryl something, whatever. It's wild. 10 out of 10. Highly recommend. Listening, not I've... becoming in- involved in a cat cult. Because it is a cult. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's a cult. It started out as a, a non-denominational Christian church yeah. and then whew, Ooh, they went off the rails. Instead of communion wafers, they eat cat treats. <laughs> <laughs> Their holy water is kept in a cat fountain. <laughs> On Palm Sunday, they lick each other's palms and then groom. <laughs> I have tears coming out of my eyes. Around Christmas season, they don't decorate with fake snow. They decorate with litter. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Uh, gross. Now I want to do an episode all about that just so I can talk about it. it, It's wild. It is. It was something to behold. I like cats a lot, but not enough to foster 80 of them in the hopes of getting into heaven through one of their 
I don't even know what the logic is there. Yeah. She takes Carol Baskin to like a totally new level. Carol Baskin, she's a level. Uh, she's be, she be Baskin in her newfound fame. She do be doing that. Although she's also getting a lot of hate like and death threats and all sorts of other crazy things. Well, yeah, I mean, you feed your husband to a tiger. Plus, we don't know. I mean, I think Come we do on. know. But <laughs> we don't know. Innocent until proven guilty. So, anyway. hey, let's get back on topic, shall we? Benefits of friendship. Yes! You can have somebody balance out your crazy and bring you back on track. Also, if you're going to feed your husband to a ta- tiger, a good friend is a good thing to have. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. bodies are heavy, I'm assuming. Bodies are heavy. I've never lifted one, but... I know how much I weigh. I wouldn't be able to carry myself. You do every day. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Just putting that out there. Well, hell. Yes. So I did think of something, you know, the benefits of having a friend or friends, you know, or even pretty decent acquaintances. You know that saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Oh, yes. Because I think about how many times I've gotten... You know, even it's if it's something as simple as like a friends and family discount uh-huh. at like a store that they're working at yeah. or uh, for airline workers. Yep. Buddy passes. Buddy passes. Or even if it's, well, I mean, the other day you came over and I was going through towels and I still had some really nice towels. Mm-hmm. And I just asked, like, do you need some? Hell yeah. You know, or even job opportunities or having people right. who know oh my gosh, yeah. how to fix your car mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. how to garden. How many times have I asked your husband to help me out with different things at my place? Because I don't know how to do them. Yeah. Or we put together your bed frame. Yes. Yes. You came over and helped me build literal furniture. Yeah. And I think another benefit is expanding what you're exposed to. Like when you hang mm-hmm. out with people, mm-hmm. I even think of it like when you're a kid, somebody else is into like a different cartoon or a book or even if you go over to their house for dinner or stay the night, you're, you get yes. that experience of somebody else's home life. Yeah, somebody else's types of food that they cook. Mm-hmm. Their... The way that they eat. Do they eat as a family or does everybody go to their bedroom and eat? Or yeah. does just a meal sit on top of the counter and then you just grab go some if you want it, it when you're hungry? Yeah. yeah. Or if their parents allow the really fun snacks or are they like a... Fruits mm. and veggies are a snack. Yes. Family. Yes. You know, and as we, you know, grow into adulthood, it's, oh, this friend's into whiskey. They actually know something. You know, try that. Or mm-hmm. my friend's into aquariums. Maybe yeah. I can learn that. Or this one's got a green thumb. I think I would like to try that. Yep. I think that's another benefit, too, is like your world opens up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you get to share your interests and, and be exposed to other people's interests that you may have never even considered for yourself. Yeah. There's no way in hell I would have ever thought I'd have an aquarium, and yet here I am with an aquarium that I really delight in mm-hmm. when it's not causing me to Oh, your take twitch. is coming back. Quit thinking of it. <laughs> take a drink. It's uh-huh. fine. <laughs> and to try new things with, because I think, yeah. you know, I yes, the like first it, time I ever did an escape room was with you. I was just going to say that. Yes. Like, and now I am enthralled. Oh, yeah. They've become like... They're my favorite thing to I do. I love them so much, and I love doing them with you because... The way we think is alike, but the things that we pay attention to are, are different. different and then we get to bring that together and i don't think we've ever not gotten out of an escape room together 
No. We cut it real we've close. We cut it really close. But we Fewer got than three seconds. And we were also applauded on the way. It, Heck remember, yeah, we were. Jake and I just did an escape room together, just the two of us. And it was a super difficult one. It was. We got lots of hints. But yeah. remember the lady who ran it, she was a teacher and she went, you both have great communication skills. <laughs> <laughs> yes. As soon as we got out, that was like one of the first things she said when she opened the door was, yeah. you two have such good communication skills. And then she, she had observed. <laughs> so much of just we both were thinking out loud and throwing ideas out to each other like oh i'm gonna try this why don't you try that and nope that didn't okay blah, blah, blah. and she's like i just loved it and we're like oh okay that's just how we op- operate together <laughs> also it's a puzzle it needs to be solved uh, right and we only have 60 <laughs> minutes come on yeah. god that was a complicated one i there were so many new aspects that I hadn't even thought of. Well, and I think part of what made that one difficult was there were things that were painted in, quote, invisible ink that was really faded and hard to see. Oh, UV like, reflective yeah, yeah, that's ink. what it was. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. if that had been a little bit fresher, I think it would have been easier. And we would have yeah. had more than three seconds remaining, but it's fine. It's I'm not fine. still bitter about it a year <laughs> and a half later. That was one of my favorites, though. Benefits of friendship. I think it's whenever you get invited to a party and it says plus one, the benefits of having a friend, you got a plus one. Yep. Or even if you don't want to do anything, just... Or if a date is going horribly awry, excuse me, I'm going to go to the restroom. Beep, beep, beep. Call me. Pretend it's an emergency. I've done that a few times. Have you ever been on a date and somebody says, I just got this phone call. Like, it's an emergency. I have to go. I have never had that happen to me. I have been the one to do that. I was just going to say, because I wonder, like, what it what it feels like. <laughs> Probably it doesn't done feel to too you. great. Because at this point, I feel like that's in the, the social consciousness enough that you know. But also... You don't know because emergencies do happen. Yeah. I've never done it to anybody. I've never had it done to me. I've done it twice. And these were really, I mean, I felt unsafe. Oh. Like it wasn't just an awkward like, oh, no, there's not really a spark. It was like, I don't trust this person. Get me the hell out of here. Woofta. Yeah. Like gut intuition just saying danger danger mm. danger and you listen to that hell yeah i did you better there was one time though that i was on a really good date that i really and i know that he had to have thought that this is what i was doing but i was on call for work and had a legitimate emergency at the airport that i had to go take care of and i tr- apologize so profusely i'm like I, I swear i'm not doing this just to get out of this i'm having such a great time can we please get together like tomorrow or the next week legit i'm not just i'm not skipping out on you. i'm not skipping out on you <laughs> i'm having a great time never heard from him again oh balls and i was like well, well then again maybe he wasn't having a great time which is fair yeah maybe he wasn't maybe he was like oh thank god you got that emergency call <laughs> he, he was secretly texting his buddy in his pocket oh, right, yes. uh, shoot. Oh, that sucked Ugh, it was fine but nobody died but i still had to go to work and anyway the way you sounded disappointed about nobody died i mean i had to leave a date that i was enjoying to go all the way out to o'hare are you kidding me <laughs> somebody better be dead <laughs> this is not right 
criminy. <laughs> One of the worst emergency calls I ever got when I was on call like that was three o'clock in the morning. Oof. I had a Doctor Who ringtone just because it was like intense music and it was just for this one line that would get forwarded to me when I was on call. Okay. So that I knew if I'm dead asleep. This is what you wake up for. And you wake up and go directly into fix the problem mode. There's no fogginess. There's no haziness. It is just, oh God, I'm awake. Sure. So there I am sitting in my bed. Barbecue sauce on my titties. (laughs) (laughs) No, not that night. That's a vine. It's a vine, everybody. Look it up. It's very it's funny. so funny. So I'm sitting in my bed. It's like three o'clock in the morning. I've got the lights on. I'm like shuffling around my bedroom, like getting clothes ready, thinking like I'm going to have to go into work. Yeah. And the person who called me said, I just really need you to tell me like, if I call in sick, am I going to get fired? I don't know. I How many times have you called in sick? Right. Like you're not under, you're not one of my employees. Oh gosh. You're in a different base. Like I don't have my computer here to even look at that. That's not an emergency anyway. What's your emergency? Well, my cat's really sick and I think I need to take him to the vet, but I'm supposed to start a trip tomorrow and I'm just not sure what I should do. Okay. Call your supervisor. Three o'clock. Well, that's what she had done. She called the supervisor line and it it was my turn to be the 24 hour on call person. So it went to me like, this is not an emergency. This is something that you need to figure out. Not at three o'clock in the morning. Very sorry about your cat. Really hope your cat's okay. Were they a young person? I honestly don't even remember. Probably. But like, truly, like, this is not... That's not an emergency. An emergency. Your trip doesn't start until like four or five in the afternoon. Why are you calling at three o'clock in the morning about this? It sounds like an experienced person, you know, like, especially if you've never had an animal get sick on you before or... Right. Which I I empathize with, but at the same time... To them, it certainly was an emergency, though. True. Yeah. Because they didn't want to get fired. And they were... Well, and like, girl, if you're cutting it that close... And your stress levels. So you're... Mm logical thinking is out the goddamn window she needed a friend and her to talk her off the ledge her priestess from the church of cats was like oh, listen if you don't take care of your cat you're going to hell you're going to hell you will not be raptured <laughs> neither will your cat okay that would be an emergency all cats go to heaven nine lives though it takes them a while to get there it takes them a long time so like you know i've heard of cats living to be like 20 yeah 20 times nine 180. Well done, mathematician. (laughs) Damn. I guess you, yeah, math. But nine (laughs) times two and then you add a zero. Okay. Yeah. That's how I have to break it down. It's real simple, real sugar cube simple for me. (laughs) So it takes a cat 180 years to go to heaven. God, that sounds miserable. I guess it wouldn't be all the same life though, obviously. You'd have different experiences. You'd have different lengths of fur, different colors of fur. Oh, we are getting You might into be a it. tortoise shell in one. So next year, when you find a podcast that talks about Jacob starting up a cat church, now you know where it started, and I'm sorry. <laughs> this is all your fault. <laughs> it's just been brewing. It's been waiting. Oh, yeah. This, is, this has been in the works for years. I have to tell you, I think it's time for a new Spaceship 2000. Uh, yeah. It started doing this weird thing now. So it has like a little nightlight. That when Mm -hmm. there's low light levels, this little blue light kicks on and it helps like, you know, if you have an elderly cat. Yeah. So they can find their way to the litter box easier at night. I have a little light just for my cat specifically for that reason. Yeah. Well, now apparently it won't work if the blue light is on. Like there is is damage within the... (gasps) 
circuit somehow. So because I I hit the reset button and the cycle button, I I do that every morning because it stopped working on its own. Mm -hmm. So I do that. So it still does its thing. But once it starts going and I see it reverse itself back to be righted, Mm -hmm. I turn off the light and I walk away to like finish doing my morning routine. Yeah. And it just stops. As soon as I turn off the light and the little blue light within itself comes on, then it goes, oh, no. (laughs) What? So then I turn on the light again and it starts going like it finishes its cycle. So I turn off the light and then it stops. Like this is me discovering, okay, so this is the reason why it's not working. Anyway. Yeah. So the Space Shit 2000 is taking a space shit itself. (laughs) You've had that thing for several years, though. I really have. And I was not smart. I got half cocked one day and was in like a cleaning mode. And it's got like a rubber base to it. You're not supposed to take that out. Oh. Melissa tried. Uh Oh, yeah. It's not meant to come out. You're meant to just wash it within its thing oh at least in this version they might have changed it i don't know that seems weird i would want it to be able to be dismantled yeah for easy cleaning right right yeah no 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 like that's part of my sunday routine is i scrub my cat's litter box for real yeah okay I live in such a small apartment that I'm afraid if I don't do that, it might smell. So, well, no, I guess because your your baby floofball mm-hmm. had some explosive diarrhea moments for that too. So that makes more sense to me. Yeah, but for like a normal <laughs> for a normal healthy cat, <laughs> you probably don't need to do, do that. I just I think that's a lot of extra work for yeah a poop just, box. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, you can teach them to use the toilet. Not have you one. seen those potty oh, training? Of course I have. Kits? Yes. Yes. Where you can train your cat to just hop up on the toilet seat. Yep. Trust do their me, business. I thought about it. I don't trust that little jerk. Also, what happens when they get older and like jumping up is hard for them? Well, and his little hips are... Oh, yeah. He's got arthritic. Hip, yeah. Like it takes him five minutes just to sit down sometimes. I don't think that it would be... Oh. <laughs> okay, not that long. Little but He's definitely, you know, slowing down a little bit. So I think... That would be a challenge as well. Fair. So it's fine. Just keep scooping poo. (laughs) You know, if it's a cat, it's indoors. If it's a dog, you do it outside. I would rather do it out of a little box than dealing with like... Traversing around your entire perimeter trying to find... Or you just hire because there are those companies that you can hire to pick up poo. By companies, do you mean neighborhood teens? I think you're almost... You're more likely to find somebody who will mow your lawn. But yeah, yeah, the real companies, then you can like, hey... Once a month, every other week, once a week, multiple times a week. <laughs> you can hire them and they'll come and poop scoop your yard. Well, that's good. Yeah. Also, the benefits of friendship <laughs> are when you go on vacation or need to be away. Yeah. You have somebody who can help you take care mm-hmm. of your stuff. Yeah, totally. You have taken care of the cat for me several times and the fish once. I know I've been over here to take care of your fishies and your girls a few times. It's nice to be able to just trust that everything will be okay. Right. When you, you don't back. have to like pay a boatload of money to oh, board gosh, them. No or, doubt. Yeah. And it's somebody that you trust that mm-hmm. you know is not going to screw with anything in your house. Mm-hmm. Although I did consider it just as a prank. But oh, then I realized man. I'm not as funny as I think I am. This prank would probably just be confusing or distressing and not funny at all i hate pranks man i hate pranks right i hate pranks that's so inconvenient and like they're usually messy it's disrespectful right which i mean i'm saying this but when our friends d and b got married we were part of the crew that went over and like we took all the labels off of their canned goods and we wrote numbers on them and then one of us had the key (laughs) 
to what each of their canned goods was. <laughs> Somebody went and took all of the glasses that were in their cupboard and filled them with water and put them <gasps> back in their cabinet. What? Yeah. Filled up their shower with balloons. We That's harmless. cut out like little fake spiders and put them like on the inside of their lampshades. And Oh my God. And I think we accidentally broke one of, we broke one of their light fixtures. <laughs> so we slipped a $20 bill in there. Okay, good. So they could purchase a new one. So uh, none of these are, I mean, aside from the lampshade, none of these are like things that are going to take them forever to clean up or... Are you kidding me? Every time you want to use one of your canned goods, you have to phone a friend and be like, what's number eight? Oh, you didn't leave the key there. No, somebody took it. <laughs> somebody had it. Oh, hey, you're just creating opportunities for f- engagement between friends. Shh. Well, hmm, that's a very cute way to look at it. I wouldn't do that. Oy vey. I wouldn't mind it if I had the key. I'd be like, all right, what are we going to get today? <laughs> right. But if I have to phone a friend every time I want to eat, that yeah. shit's going to the... I wouldn't even you take that to the food pantry. You can't even donate because you don't know what you're donating. <laughs> like, I know there's an expiration you, you, date on this. Here's what you, you do. Know. You just pull a, a Dwight Schrute and you just eat everything out of the cans like it's about to expire. That's fair. Oh, you know what? Another unexpected benefit of having a friend is surprises Hmm. Mm -hmm. you know being surprised whether it's having somebody who chooses to give you presents on celebrations or getting a cute funny text throughout the day Mm -hmm. or yeah those sweet little reminders of connection Yes, of having love shown to you. Right. I have never been a big gift giver. Like, that's not one of my love languages at all. I really have to sit and think about gifts. It doesn't come very naturally to, to like, oh my gosh, I see something, I associate it to someone. I get it. And that's it. One of my really good friends, B, she, that is her mode. Like she sees things in such a unique way that it's like she sees something random and makes a connection between that thing and somebody. And it's like the perfect gift. I just don't have that in me. That's such a talent. It totally you're, is. You're thinking about all of the people in your life in your head all of the time. Yes. People like that kind of make me feel guilty for the way that I same um yes because i i'm so like you're thinking of me all the time like she's cripes i'm thinking about you all the time but i don't think about like gifts mm, like that's i think about fair. words that's and fair. quality time words of love and okay. affirmation and spending time thinking in terms of things that you would enjoy or appreciate or find meaningful like objects not my thing so it's such a delight having a friend who who operates in that mode because then every time you see that thing, it's like, oh, yeah, that mm-hmm. came from this friend. And yeah. it's meaningful because of that. And, you know, like she once gave me this little like coin purse of a cat's face. It's really awkward looking. I keep it in my little drawer. I used to use it for my like laundry tokens. Like it's just, it's weird and adorable and I love it. <laughs> and I will say like, there's a talent to doing that well yeah. because you know, otherwise it's like, oh, I saw something with Harry Potter on it. So here you are like, well. I already own 73 of those. Also like I'm kind of particular. If you're going to buy me Harry Potter stuff, it needs to be not blatant and like a little down the line, off the cuff right, kind yeah. of a thing. Or plants. You better know that I'm not great at succulents. Jacob's laughing because my husband literally got me a present for my birthday <laughs> and it was a shit ton of succulents. And I just looked at him and I went, these are beautiful. They will all be dead in a week. <laughs> They're still alive. Well, uh, four of them have died and that bunch. They have? Yeah, so I've got oh. two. I've got two that are surviving. I thought that they were still alive. No. Succulents are hard no matter I, who you are. I don't, I'm not good at 
I'm not either. I don't yeah. understand how places like freaking Walmart can have those giant succulents. Because they don't need water. So they unpack them, put them underneath the lights, and just walk away. I need to stop watering my succulents. You need to stop watering your succulents. It feels so counterintuitive. You have a humidifier going in your apartment, right? Yeah, I That's do. enough for them, apparently. That's not enough for me. I know. I want to get six more humidifiers for my one-bedroom apartment. I want to have one on me as I walk from my bedroom to my living room to you my kitchen. You just want to be a dewy Mr. Dewey. You're goddamn right. I'm so tired of being flaky Mr. Flake <laughs> because of dry skin. That was... See, I'm not funny. <laughs> it's cute when you try, though. By golly, it is so cute I when you try. hate winter because I get so dried out. Like, I cannot mm-hmm. drink enough water. And it's so aggravating. So anyway, so water is cold and winter is cold. But if it's a friendship, having somebody to just bitch to about succulents and how they suck. Succulent. <laughs> We've made that joke before. One of my favorite gifts that I've ever gotten you was the shirt that says what the fuck you lent. I do love that. I love that so much. It's very funny. It's so funny to me. I don't know why. Getting a second family. Hell yeah. Yes. A third family, really, because your friends can become your family. Your family. Yeah. Like but your like, family, like we talked about before. Your dad and mom and their bonuses, mm-hmm. like I feel like are mine. Yeah. And you, Same. I mean, family functions, man. You're yeah. there. Yeah. It's sweet. It is super sweet. I love it. I love that our families just know, like, we're a package deal. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, you know, uh, like having the plus one. Exactly. It's, yes. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. Like when we went out to hit up a store real quick and my phone was, I left it in the car and I went, well, anybody who needs to get a hold of me knows that I'm with you anyway. So because that's happened <laughs> before. It has. Where I like. <laughs> <laughs> Your husband couldn't get a hold of you. So he called Just me. called you. Boom, Are you guys together? Yep. Sure here am. she is. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need? <laughs> Are there any other benefits of friendship that you wrote down let's see i think we've covered i think we've covered the ones that i wrote down because if we have yeah we've covered all of them here's my thought because i think that i've got an idea for the next episode Mm -hmm. i think because this is really leading itself into like you know what a benefit what benefits come from having a friend almost on that same line is what a good friend brings yeah so i'm thinking like what if we kind of narrow this down a little bit into Mm -hmm. thinking like on a strictly individual basis. Yeah, like what do we bring to a friendship that creates these benefits? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good way to kind of say that. Okay. So I kind of honing guy. in yeah. a bit on this idea. Ooh, look at us. We're using the brains. Two brains. I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know. I don't I don't know either. Because then the next part that popped into my mind was converging as one. That's where my brain went <laughs> to. Is Captain <laughs> Planet. And I went, none of that. <laughs> None of that is an actual thing, Melissa. No. <laughs> it's been an extraordinarily long week, and I've been technically on vacation, but I've just been like doing housework, like miniature little things that don't get done unless you like write it on a list. Yeah. Actually cleaning out your things of your windows and your baseboards. and. Yeah. Um, I've had that on my list. So since I'm planning on moving out in May... I have had a list of like the deep cleaning I need to do, like taking off. Do the... you though? I do. Do you though? What was it like when you moved in? Did you take pictures when you moved in? I did, and I still have them. And I wrote Good. everything down. 
just return it to the space to the state that you moved in well so it's been it'll have been five years when i move out so there are some things that i legit do need to get it back to that state okay small things like the baseboards like yes i vacuum and i dust oh gosh stuff you get in there yeah or well even when you're vacuuming like my vacuum bumps into my baseboards all the time like right, little scuff marks and oh, stuff yeah, i don't even worry about that i rent they're gonna just put us a, a paint of coat over whatever the hell is well, there because they, they didn't do that for you when you moved in that is true i'm just thinking like they really god it's, it's such a, a dumb. slum my love it is a slum i live in a slum board property yeah how's your sinkhole situation oh the house still hasn't fallen you sound so disappointed <laughs> oh that wasn't you told out you told your cat uh <laughs> Don't that when worry. it does happen, we'll at least we'll have the walkout, walk <laughs> walk ground level apartment yeah. from the third floor to the first. Boom. boom. <laughs> Literal boom. Oh. I have noticed that on the south side of the building where that horrible leak was, yes. or the south side of my apartment toward where that leak was, when I walk in my kitchen and bathroom, the floorboards make so much noise not just creaking but like i can feel it sinking when i stand at my kitchen sink to do my dishes as i put my body weight on like as i step onto that particular place i can feel the floor go what do they call it like the this like the wood is uh steep grading i don't know yes it's like the angle the pitch the tilt right yeah that would be the gradient gradient Um, Thank you. I think is the word. It's not quite like that. It's just the floor like bows down. Well, that like the oh, wood well, is rotting. Nonetheless, or it's not good. No, it's a terrible place well, to live. When you spill liquid, does it run towards the south side? Yes, and also my aquarium has a uh, visible uh-huh. level issue. Yeah. Oy vey. Okay. Well, it's so neat. It's so neat, guys. <laughs> it was that's a, five months. Five months. Okay. My mortgage broker emailed me today and was like, hey, it's almost 2022. Get stuff ready. Okay. 2022. I can see you in a brand new house. Mm-hmm. Oh. So ramen noodles for five more months. You'll be fine. I'm allergic to those. I can't eat them. Suck it up, buttercup. You got to make that mortgage. Rice and beans. Rice and beans didn't miss her. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? What? Uh, it's from Sir Mix-a-Lot. I don't know who that is. Baby got back. Oh, oh my God. Rice didn't miss her. Come on. It's not a movie, Jacob. (laughs) You were saying that as my brain went to the office. Frank and Beans. I, I was like, what? Huh? Connection was not being made. <laughs> you have connectivity issues. <laughs> All right. Let's end this. Yes. I, I love where you want to take this. Yep. we got a place. To zoom in. Thanks. If you guys, in the meantime, would like to share any other ideas, like I said at the, the start of this episode, this idea did come from one of our listeners. We had this submitted to us via our email address. Because we've got the smartest listeners. We have the best listeners. The smartest, most intelligent kind caring and thoughtful ones hell yeah we do so email us at bestfriendhoodpod at gmail.com bestfriendhoodpod at gmail.com you could also shoot us a message on instagram or twitter the twitter where we are at bfh pod bfh pod Yes. If you feel like supporting us with a couple dollar roonies. Some golden doubloons. Some golden doubloons. That 
us into our pantaloons <laughs> and jingle jangle on to the laudermoots. We're on Patreon at patreon.com slash bfhpod. Boom shakalaka. We've got a beautiful logo. Who created that beautiful logo? The endearing creative kind. Jennifer Bate, ladies and gentlemen. She's one of a kind. The best. Also, listening. We have so many opportunities, whether it's on Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher. You best be cranking us on up. And if you get the chance to, hit that subscribe button or something that's truly helpful. A rating, a review. That way people know that, like, it's not just our parents who like us. It's helpful. <laughs> it's helpful. It is helpful to have others in the world know that there are other people. <laughs> the real humans. Other real humans who enjoy this. It's not just us letting this play for our cats while we're at work. Although I do do that. This episode is edited by Jake or myself yep. or both of us together. And just again, thank you for sharing your time with us. It, it really does mean a lot. It still kind of blows me away that you guys choose to Ooh, me too. click listen and do <laughs> something. <laughs> So thank you. And dear listeners, dear hearts, remember that you are loved. And worthy of being loved. And we're going to catch you goddamn motherfucker right here back next week. Oh, We sure are. Love, Love you. you. Bye. Bye. Uh, that's how I end it. <laughs>